Good morning. Happy Wednesday, July 26th. My name is Anna Wells. The name of the podcast is Transparency. And that's exactly what I'm giving you, full transparency. And I don't know about you, but every time I listen to a podcast, the times that I perk up and that I really listen is when people say, let me tell you a story. And that's what I want to hear. And that's what I want to give you. I want to tell you stories that are relatable, that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, the same happened to me. I want to give you unpopular opinions that you're like, oh yes, my gosh, thank you for sharing this because now you give me permission to open up as well. I thought I was the only one who thought that way. And I think if we open up more, if we're a little bit more ballsy, if we're a little bit more, if we don't hold back, it will give other people permission to speak up, you know? And when I'm saying be ballsy and speak up and be unapologetically yourself, I'm not saying be mean. I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying insult people. But I'm just saying, don't walk away from confrontation because you're afraid of confrontation. And I'm just saying that because, and I can only talk about my own personal, you know, experiences. So let me tell you a little bit about my family drama. So as you know, I was born and raised in the Netherlands, Holland, capital Amsterdam. The reason that I say Amsterdam, because when I say Holland, people say Poland. I'm like, no, that's a whole different country. And then they say, oh, Scandinavia. I'm like, no, we're not Scandinavia. We are, or Holland is Western Europe. It's next to Germany. It's next to France. It's next to Belgium. It's also called the Benelux. We are part of the Benelux, which is Belgium. Netherlands, Luxembourg. Belgium has Flemish, which is a Dutch part, and it has a French part. Luxembourg, the same. It has also a French part, or, yeah, I think it's more French. No, I don't know. I don't know at all, and I don't know geography that well. Yes, I was a flight attendant, and I still am a private jet flight attendant, because when John goes flying again, I might join him. Um... So don't quote me on the things that I'm saying, like geography wise, I am no expert and I'm not claiming to be an expert. And I think when people say, oh, I'm an expert, run, please run the other way. Then again, that being said, of course, there are things that some people know more about than other people, right? For example, if I am, and I am a boutique owner, I know a bit more about the boutique world and the business world and the clothing and all that and the behind the scenes than someone who is not a boutique owner and or someone who has never been one. You know, it makes sense, but it doesn't make me an expert. There's always someone bigger and better. But let's go back to Holland. So, Growing up in Holland, um, I was the youngest. I have an older sister and my older sister, when she was born and a little girl, she started saying pretty quickly, I want a sister. I want a sister. I want a sister. So my parents were like, okay, we'll try to give you a sister or brother, right? You can't control that. 
or now you can actually, but at the time you can't, you couldn't. So they tried and tried and tried and I would not come. The baby wouldn't come and they had to go to the doctor and they had to, you know, do hanky panky on schedule and you know the deal. It sucks. And, um, finally I came, I guess four and a half, four and a half years later I came. And so that's our age gap between my sister and I. But my sister and I are total opposites. We are polar opposites. And I know you're going to say, okay, opposites attract. I guess, yeah, opposites attract. But when I came into the world, I got all the attention. I was a little baby. And all of a sudden, my older sister got less attention. And I was like the apple of my mother's eye. I was everything my mother always wanted. And she dressed me up like Barbie doll, like pretty clothing. And she, I was everything to my mother, everything. And I, it showed pretty quickly that I was my mother's favorite. And that, I'm sure, left a very bad taste in my sister's mouth. And I totally get that. I totally understand that. And I think that's where a lot of resentment has been built from her end and jealousy. And come on, let's talk about jealousy. Jealousy, we all have it. You can't control it. It's, it's almost like a disease. It's, it's scary. It can eat you. Um, it's annoying and we don't want to be jealous. And sometimes when we're jealous of people, for example, on social media, when you're jealous, you can actually block, delete. You can choose not to look if it, if it doesn't make you feel good because we all know that everything is about how it makes you feel. You hang out with people who make you feel good, right? You don't hang out with people who makes you feel like shit about yourself. So I really think this is where it all started with my sister. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm going to Holland next week. And I don't know, in my gut, I'm not feeling good about it. I'm not. And we've had lots of arguments. Oh my gosh. Throughout my life, throughout our life, it was up and down, up and down, up and down and crying and horrible, horrible drama. And of course, my father got involved. My mother got involved. And my mother is always in between us. My mother loves us both. And don't forget, my sister lives in Holland. I live in America. So they got closer and closer. And hey, I want that. I want them to be close. I want, I don't want to be the favorite. I mean, yeah, it's flattering. It's nice, but I want them to be close. Okay. So they're talking every day. They're, you know, living a few minutes from each other. And I'm here in America. And yeah, my mama and I talk a lot. And yes, mama and I have this bond. Because every time I am in Holland, my mother gravitates towards me and forgets a little bit about my older sister. You know, she's more with me. And that's understandable. I'm only there for like two weeks. You know what I mean? But now my sister wants to go pick me up from Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. And I really don't want that because then I have been flying for like 10 hours. I'm tired. I'm grumpy. I am, you know, I don't, mm, I, I just, the thing is with my sister, I'm so afraid to be myself. The reason that I left Holland is because I'm different and I'm sure you're different. We're all different. But I thought I was a little weird, a little, mm, an, an odd duck, like, 
I didn't want to get married and have children and have a job nine to five and die. You know, I wanted more out of his life, out of this life. And I'm not saying that everybody else, that's what they want, but I can only talk about my own life. This is what I wanted. I wanted to travel. I wanted to explore. And I got my master's in Arabic. I uh, did commercials in Egypt um, for TV. I did some modeling magazines. Um, what else? I worked as a dancer. I uh, worked as a translator for Berlitz um, in Hungary. Um, I lived in Hungary. I lived in Italy. I lived in Canada. I lived in Egypt. I lived all over America. Uh, gosh, name it. And I've been there and I've done it. Lived in Beverly Hills, which is still my favorite. Um, became a widow young, lost my baby. So all that happened to me because I took risks. I was ballsy. And my sister years ago told me, she said, I was kind of jealous of you in my life because you live such an adventurous life. You do all the things. And sometimes I want that. And I'm like, but nobody's holding you back. Nobody's stopping you. But she chose a safe life. And I get that. I totally get that. But when you don't take risks, you don't, you also don't experience the magic, what I have experienced. And that's what she is a little jelly off, you know, like the house with the pool. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have it in Holland. I don't think it would be possible in Holland. The, the fancy house, um, the, the pilot husband. Yeah. I guess I would, I could have had that in Holland, but. I don't know. I just love everything about America. America is big. America is anything and everything is possible. When I moved to America, all of a sudden I was allowed to have a credit card. In Europe, they don't give them out that easily. <laughs> here they, here in America, they give them out like candy. Like, yeah, here, here. They throw them at you in department stores, you know, and then they, they blow you up with the interest rate, interest rate, but you don't think about it in that moment. I've been through all that, you know, and I lived in Beverly Hills. I got my American Express and immediately ran to the Louis Vuitton store and the Gucci store and the Chanel store and ranked up that cart. And then it was so bad that I had to put it in the freezer on ice. And then later, years and years and years later, when I got married the first time, my late husband, he actually had to end up helping me pay that off. Yeah. So I've been through it all, but I've also had all the magic happen. And again, you, you can't expect magic to happen if you don't risk big. You have to risk big, but then you can also lose big. And she never wanted to risk that big, but she wants that magic. She wants to live big, you know, so... And I can't talk for my sister and I love her because she's my sister. She's my blood. And there are times that I'm like, I want to walk with her hands in hands and, and we have fun together and I'm proud of her and all that. But then there are other times that it's so pity. And I'm like, why are we arguing about this? Like the last time I was in Holland, we went as two sisters shopping. And isn't it fun? Doesn't that sound like fun? So we were shopping and I don't know if you're the same way, but I compliment people a lot, like a lot. Like when I see a lady with a beautiful dress, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your dress. Where did you get it? Or when I see a lady who's just beautiful, I'm like, oh my gosh, you you have just the most beautiful smile or something like that. And my sister, when we got home, told my mother, tattletale, oh, she says, 
uh, hi to everybody and she compliments everybody and she smiles at everybody and then she compliments a lady on her dress and then a few seconds later she compliments another lady on the dress and the first lady heard that and I'm like so so like are you gonna hang me I mean am I gonna are there countries that they stone you I mean is there like <laughs> Death penalty on that? Is that a crime for me complimenting other people? She's like, no, but it's very salesy. Like you want something from them. I'm like, no, I don't want anything from them. I genuinely want to make their feel, their day feel better, give a smile on their face. And I, I, I don't know. I see beauty and I speak beauty. I, I, I see it and I say it. I always say, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. But if you have something nice to say, share it with the world. And that's what I'm doing. So it really hurts my feelings that, you know, it's an issue. And then um, when it's her birthday, I say happy birthday. I text her and I WhatsApp her because WhatsApp is a very European app. A lot of Europeans use it. So I know she's on there. So I say happy birthday. I video chat her on WhatsApp. She doesn't answer. I, let me tell you better. She not just doesn't answer. She actually pushes it away. And you can tell when it rings a few times and it's like stopped. She picks it up and hangs it up. Okay. And the same with FaceTime. I FaceTime her. I, I, I email her. I do all the ways, all the ways. And then I hear, Oh, you didn't say happy birthday to my husband. I'm like, huh? Where does that come from? When I compliment your husband, when I text your husband, when I email her husband, he doesn't even answer me. He doesn't even acknowledge me because I'm sure she's spewing stuff about me, silly, dumb stuff. So if he doesn't acknowledge me, why do I have to keep going there and being hurt willingly? You know what I mean? And same with her. She doesn't answer. Oh, and then the next day I'm like, I'm like, I hope you had a great birthday. I tried reaching you. She's like, oh, I didn't get any of it. I'm like, really? Now that makes me feel stupid. Now I'm looking at my phone. I'm doing all the research. I can see the proof everywhere. I'm not stupid. And then um, she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like an enjoying, I was enjoying an Italian dinner in a New York suite or something. I'm like, okay, so you were enjoying too much that you couldn't pick up the phone for your sister? Like when it's your birthday, your phone blows up that day, right? And you actually want to answer. You don't want to be rude. People go out of their way to think of you and to sit down and make that phone call, say happy birthday. And she didn't even go through the trouble to answer it. So why do I have to keep going there? You see how how riled up I am over this? So I just wanted to share this with you. And I want to ask you, do you have family drama? Do you talk about it? Because if we don't talk about it, then we have a saying in Holland that um, maak van je hart geen moordkel. And that means don't keep it in. Don't fester it, you know, because then it's only going to bubble, 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 and it's going to explode. So you got to talk about it. And I am talking about it and I don't want to attack. And, you know, I don't want to accuse and I want to talk about it, but she's never been able to discuss it. it. It's always through my mother, through a messenger. And I feel bad to have her in between. And I tell my mother, it has nothing to do with you, mama. Because even my mama doesn't talk to her sister, one of her sisters. And I'm like, that's not my business. That's your business, your relationship. And 
I'm not going to keep poking and poking and poking and be like, call her, talk to her. It's your sister. It's your blood, blah, 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 blah. No, it, that's your business, you know, and I will never get in between. And that's exactly what I'm asking my mama to not get in between. And I know it's hard, but sometimes I feel people kind of talk about talk out of both sides of their mouth. You know what I mean? They they say to one person, oh, my God, I totally agree with you. And then they say to the other person, oh, my gosh, I totally agree with you. And I'm like, hey, hello, I'm not stupid, you know. Um I don't know. I just wanted to share this. I think a podcast really is therapy. And I think, I hope this is relatable for you because I'm sure that you have had family drama or friends drama. And I just want to tell you that, you know, when you get a little older and you, you notice that as well. Like now I'm old and I'm 51, but I feel I look maybe in my 40s. I don't know. I have a good Botox girl, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel now the older I'm getting, and I know everyone always says that, that you're more picky with your friends, that I choose not to surround myself with the friends who put me down or friends who don't want to support things. Like I have a girlfriend. She's the best girlfriend. I love her. She did say in the past she didn't support my podcast. And that really hurt my feelings because it's a big part of me. It really is a big part of me and it's, it's very successful. Thankfully, I'm so grateful, has a lot of downloads. I'm making money off it. And even besides the money, I would do it for free. I really would do it for free. And that's how it started for the longest time. It was totally, I made nothing, nothing of it. And I learn a lot. It's therapy. And I really want to share with other people that you're not alone. We all go through this and you have to share, share it with a friend, share it with, you know, people have therapists and they pay a lot of money for therapists. And John and I both are like, why do we need therapists? We know what we're doing wrong and we just have to be able to communicate. So John and I actually both, because I've been saying that in my marriage in the beginning, like, oh, let's go to like uh, therapy, you know to keep this marriage good, to keep it, you know. And he said, no, because we know what we're doing wrong. We know what we have to do. We just have to communicate about everything together. And that's what we're doing. And we are in an excellent place. Excellent, excellent. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, did I tell you we're an alcohol-free house? Totally alcohol-free for like, I don't even remember how long, since Father's Day. So I think that has been maybe seven weeks, eight weeks, two months, no alcohol at all. Like, it's crazy. Like mocktails, you know, it's, and John loves the Heineken, um, zero alcohol Heinekens, loves them. They smell the same. They taste the same. They look the same. It's incredible. And then yesterday I was at the dentist. And I said to her, she was doing x-rays and all the things. I have some bone loss in the bottom, I think, of my mouth. But they're monitoring it. And as long as you're on top of it. But I had no cavities. Everything good. And I said, can you tell when someone has, when someone is a drinker or not? She said, yes, uh, I can, I can tell dry mouth and there's a lot of little symptoms. And when you're a drinker, you actually are opening yourself up to, uh, oral cancer. Ugh, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, other than that, here in the house, PlayStation is still, <laughs> is still a winner. PlayStation is always still number one. But hey, my husband is so sweet, so loving, so caring. He says, Anna, I can only give you one. Like, we're not doing any alcohol, but PlayStation. I'm still going to do PlayStation. He has a full-time job. He's working hard. He's doing all the honeydews. Anytime I have something in the house, he's the first to, like, make it for me. Like, build things when I buy things off Amazon. I'm addicted to Amazon. I'm addicted to social media, to Instagram, to my podcast, to my clothing. I have a lot of addictions. So, I'm far from flawless. Far from it. I'm always working on myself every day, all day. But I, I really wanted to share the story in Holland, the family drama, because everyone says, oh, my gosh, enjoy Holland. Oh, my gosh, you're so lucky. I want to come with you. And I'm like, but it's not like that. I am not going to Amsterdam with a bestie and live it up. You know, no, I'm going to stay with my mama to sit on the couch, hold her hands. And I love my mama. She really is my best friend. I love her so much. She's almost 90. I'm going there for my birth, for her birthday, uh, August 6th. And I'm going for her. And I don't want to put her in the middle of the drama, but in my gut, I'm scared. I don't want to go as much as I want to go see my mama and hug my mama. I really don't want drama with my sister. And I think the only way to keep it cool is just to choose not to see my sister when I'm there. Because every time I see her, there will be something I'm doing wrong, something I'm saying wrong. I'm looking the wrong way. I'm dressing the wrong way. I'm talking the wrong way. Even when I'm in her house, it's like I, I'm not allowed to touch things. I'm not allowed to go upstairs by myself. It's so weird. Like, what did I ever do for her to not trust me or anything? Well, what am I going to do? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I really don't know where it all comes from. I think it's from jealousy, envy, resentment. I have no idea. Um, but yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I hope this was helpful in any way, shape or form. And I just want to share with people my thoughts, my fears. As much as I am proud to be a Dutch girl, I'm also very aware that I left Holland behind to build this life in America. And I love America. America for a reason is number one. America for a reason is the biggest country in the world. America has all the land. America has all the opportunities. And, you know, when I don't know if you remember the story that I remember my passport, I, I got robbed and everything was gone. Dutch passport, American passport, driver's license, everything. And then you're like, how dumb that you had it on you. I had it on me because we're closing on this new house. So I needed all the, you know, identifications. And I was working on getting my driver's license from California to Texas. And because the wait was so long, um, it got expired. So my point with it all is that it took forever. And then everybody in Holland, my sister, my mother, everybody, they said, how come it takes so long in America? How come it's so hard in America? And how come you had to pay $500? And how come I couldn't make the wedding for my sister? I swear, because I had to wait. And I told them I paid more to expedite it to make her wedding. And I still didn't make it because the government don't care. You're a number. So they were talking bad about America, like, oh, my gosh, in America, everything's slow. And why don't you write the White House or why don't you call Biden? I'm like, yeah, you call Biden. You call him. 
tell him I say hi. You ride the White House, like really. And now in Holland, I'm trying to get my Dutch passport. Same thing, same thing. It takes forever. They're like, oh, there's a waiting list, and you probably have to go somewhere in America to an embassy because you're not going to make it in time. And I asked them two months ago if I could pick it up while I was in Holland for two weeks, and they said, oh, too late. Two months ago, too late. So it's everywhere. Healthcare. I heard a Dutch bestie of mine. She also live in, lives in America. She said her mother in Holland needed surgery in Holland. Surgery went bad. She needs to go again. And there she's on a waiting list. She has to wait. My mother needs some x-rays of her tummy. She's almost 90. And she said there is no, like, they have no room. Like, she needs to make an appointment and sometimes she can't even get in. They don't even pick up the phone. So it's everywhere. We should stop judging, blaming, pointing fingers. And I'll close this podcast with one thing. When you point fingers at someone else, four fingers are pointing back at you. Think about that. And I'm sure you know this already. But when you point, when you blame, first look within And I am guilty of walking away from confrontation and I just don't want it. And I know when there's an argument, both are at fault and I get that. And that's why I'm working on myself every day, all day, dude. I'm reading all the self-help books. I'm listening to all the self-help podcasts, but it's the same like showering, the same like brushing your teeth. I mean, when you shower once, it's not like you're clean forever. It's a daily thing. When you brush your teeth one time, you think you're done brushing your teeth forever? No, you have to do it every single day, several times a day. And the same with self-help, the same with growing, the same with everything. Every day you have to repeat it and you have to implement it. And that's all I got for you. Um, Hope to chat with you soon. Please let me know what you think. And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And if you do, please leave a review, say something nice. Um follow, subscribe, all the things. And of course, I will reciprocate because it's all about reciprocating. It's all about sharing. You share, you care. Okay. Love you. Bye.